This podcast is available in video form on our YouTube channel at Moto Outsider. Welcome back, everybody, to the Moto Outsider Show. My name is Matthew Huss, and as always, I am joined by my beautiful, majestic, long-haired co-host, Chris Baird. My man, how are you, dude? Oh, I'm great, Matt. What's going on today, man? Dude, we got something to talk about because the online community is buzzing about this. The Supercross community, the motocross community is freaking out about our guy, Danger Boy Hayden Deegan. So we're going to jump into some things. I know you've got the stats as always. I've got my stupid opinions. And my man, I want to jump right into it because for (laughs) this past Supercross race, we had four kind of professional debuts in the sport. We had Hayden Deegan, Caden Braswell, Chris Blos, the dinosaur, but it's his first factory ride debut. We're going to talk about that. Damn. And then Tom Vial. So, dude, give me your overarching thoughts on the weekend, and I'm going to hit you with some questions. All right, yeah. So it was a pretty good race. Uh, it was really exciting. Just, you know, from the start, Tom Vial got the whole shot and took off, led a couple laps. It was just really cool to see some new faces, um, people from, you know, different countries. There's, there was a lot of spice, a lot of flavor in the race this weekend. Um, Chris Blois was probably one of the most anticipated just because he was on that pro circuit bike. He didn't yep. do the best, uh, 10th overall, but I think for him it was good to just get a, a finish under his belt. And Mitch is probably happy that his bike came back in one piece, Chris is in one piece, and they can go race in a couple weeks. Or no next doubt. week, anyways, was- in Tampa. Dude, let's talk about Tom Vial because you want to talk about spice. You want to talk about something new. My man Tom Vial's got a history, so lay that on me. Yeah, you know, Tom's only, uh, I believe he's 22 years old. He's pretty young, but he's a two-time MXGP uh, in the MX2 class. He's a world champion. Um, fought off Yago Geertz a couple times. He's a very talented rider. As you can tell, he's very smooth on the bike. He gets really good starts, which has helped him a ton in the past and helped him this weekend even. Uh, he, he saw he ran third for most of the race until he crashed, but uh, he's just a... Uh, there's a, I don't know what you want to call it, but there's this whole thing that French riders are really good at Supercross. David Vollman, Marvin Muscan, Christoph Roussel, you know, Dylan yeah. Ferrandis, obviously. These guys are just good at Supercross for whatever reason. Um, Tom didn't have any experience growing up, so unlike the other guys um, who kind of grew up practicing riding Supercross, it's kind of new for him. He jumped into this at the end of the MXGP season, and in my opinion, he did really well uh, for your first race running third the whole time and then just a crash for the few laps to go i was really impressed with tom and i think he has a lot to improve on and a lot of potential for this year got it so we saw that tom vial finished seventh chris blos finished 10th yeah caden braswell did not qualify what are your thoughts on him not even making the main <sighs> yeah that was a tough one you know he had a lot of hype coming in uh, i believe he was First or second overall in Loretta's in the A class. He was just really good at Loretta's this year. He was kind of a standout. And he just had a stupid crash. You know, it took him out of the LCQ. You, you can't be crashing. You got to stay up front. You got to get good starts. And you just got to be consistent. He's fast enough and has the speed. And I think he'll have no problem qualifying the rest of the year. But kind of a freak deal. He's on a good bike mm-hmm. with Phoenix Honda. I just think that he needs to, you know, he's very young still, only 18. He just needs to get that experience under his belt. Got it. So those are all the those are all the softball questions out of the way. Now let's get into the meat of this topic and what these viewers came okay. here for. And all my and all my guys and girls watching, I want you to throw some comments down below with what your thoughts are on this. So let's get right into it, man. Hayden Deegan. As love him or hate him, the kid's got thirty amateur championships to his name. If you are an average person, you're not gonna have those types of results. Now, he also doesn't have an average childhood. We all know who his father is, Brian Deegan, but there are some crazy genes in that family with what his sister's doing in NASCAR, what obviously dad did, and now what Hayden's doing. But 
he finished fourth for the weekend. What are your thoughts on his professional debut? And then we're going to jump into the nitty-gritty of this kid's past. Man, I, I think it's probably one of the most impressive debuts we've ever seen. Uh, besides maybe, you know, Eli Tomac back in 2011, I believe. You know, he won his first ever race. It was an outdoor national. But to come into your first, super, your first Supercross race and to get fourth overall with, you know, the field they had, you know, Jordan Smith, Jeremy Martin, there's some really heavy hitters in that class. I was blown away. I honestly thought he would have made a stupid mistake and crash or something. But, dude, he held, he held his, his own the whole race. He was fifth just about the whole race. Um, he beat Chance Hymas, and another rookie we, we forgot to mention. I didn't even think about him. Chance, uh, he rode pretty well too, but damn impressive. I, honestly, I, in my opinion, Jet Lawrence better watch out because I think he might be the next thing. I, I don't know. What do you think? Give me your thoughts on Hayden Dean. So <laughs> I think the kid will be a champion, undoubtedly. I, I think okay. all the data we have to this point points to that in his future. So sure. if you if you I don't think you can make an argument. I don't think anybody can make an argument with looking at just hard data saying that this kid is not going to be a champion. I think the overarching question here is whether he is going to be all hype or if he's going to be, you know, somewhat deserving of the hype. But I think yep. to to put it more simply, the hype is either going to be real or he's going to be a bust. And we're going to find out relatively soon. I don't think we can make this season an accurate gauge. I think maybe by the tail end of the season and what happens going into outdoors will be interesting to see. Absolutely. But next Supercross season might be the more accurate depiction of how his career is going to go. But I'll digress off of that. Do you think he's natural talent, bought talent, meaning we obviously know mommy and daddy have money, or do you think it's a combination of both? What do you think? Uh, definitely a, it's a big combination of both. I mean, he's had some really good trainers. You know, he trained with Caleb Tennant for a while, and he's he just has the experience too, like the the racing experience. They go to all these races, which is where the money comes from. Having a good trainer, mm -hmm. that's money. But at the end of the day, I mean, we both ride, and the guy getting on the bike has to be talented and has to be skilled, has to be confident. So, I mean, you can't sit here and say he's not a good rider. He just bought his way there. Like, the money right. helps, but I really truly think that he he has it. You know, his dad was very talented on a motorcycle, and look at Haley. I mean, Haley's doing things that I don't know who would ever would have thought that she would do what she's doing, uh, being right. in the NASCAR with the boys. It's just unheard of. There's very few people that do what she's doing. I think that there's something in those genes. Man, I, I wish agree. I had some of those Deacon genes in my, my uh, body for sure. <laughs> it's crazy, no man. And we know dad's got, dad has an incredible brain for marketing with what he did with Metal Militia and now what he's doing with the Deegan YouTube channel. Absolutely. I think he inspired a lot of people in the sport to go the vlog route, to become a business owner with their YouTube content and everything like that. And it certainly helped the privateer sector of this, of this sport, in my opinion. Yep. Um, but I think what we have on our hands with Mr. Danger Boy himself is it's, he's a clear depiction of what talent, natural born talent and hard work can achieve. Because let's face it, you could be naturally talented. Let's yep. just, okay, um, I'm going to throw a name out here. Axel Hodges, naturally talented. That kid is gifted on a motorcycle. Absolutely. Why, why is he not on this stage or on this level, right? Now, point. of course, he, he chose to go a different route. That's fine. But what I'm saying is put him and Hayden on a track together, we probably know who's going to be faster. One will certainly throw cooler whips, but I think we know who's going to have faster lap times at the end of the day. 
Now, Absolutely. that's just that's just my comparison. No, no hate on Axel. Dude, if you want to come on the show, let's do it. Just reach out to us, or I'll have my people call yours. But Yeah, just slide um, in, bud. <laughs> no doubt. But I think also we have, we have natural talent and hard work right here. And then number two, we have a strong family unit. And that's what I think motocross and supercross is built on was strong families because the majority of them are going to be in the background. But if you listen to everyone's story, whether they come from money or not, the sacrificial level is the same. These guys put all their hard-earned money. I think it was Jake Weimer's dad. He said something about having to mor- mm-hmm. second mortgage his family farm or yeah. know, put up their family farm just to keep Jake in the races. And obviously that paid off with his factory ride. But 100%. dude, my, my question for you is, what do you think the family unit means for these riders at their developmental stages coming up through the, uh, through the ranks and then making their pro debut? I mean, I think it's really important. Uh, it's hard because you kind of, you have to balance the, the tough love versus the, you know, like being a parent and just being there for your child. There's a lot that goes into this behind the scenes from diet to schooling to the training. And I can't imagine myself being put in that position, you know, to be a training for a professional athlete at what, probably age 12 or 13. You kind of have to make right. that decision at a young age. I think it's very difficult, but to have that family there to keep you fed, to keep you on track and to keep you just keep your goals in mind. You know, I think Brian's done a really good job of, you don't really see him posting about girls and liking pictures. Like if he was, that stuff would come out. You'd hear about him, you know, Snapchat and whatever things coming up, but there's not really any like scandals. Like the kid stays on one path. He works hard. He busts his ass and he got fourth overall this first supercross race. I, I really think that that just kind of goes to show what the Deegans are all about, that whole family aspect. And I don't think that without having a family that tight like that, that he would be here today. I really don't. Right. And I think one thing we've seen throughout the years as a beta test is how great yeah. of a father he really is. Now, mind you, this video is not a stroke session for the Deegan family. I want to be very clear about that. He gets There's enough no of that. Families, <laughs> right. No family's perfect. And, yeah. you know, of course, everyone is. Yeah, he's he's great for what he did in the freestyle world. The dude's a visionary for sure. But my point in saying all of this is the fact that the dude clearly is doing something right with his children as a father. Let's remove their money and their status out of the equation. The yep. the guy's doing it right. And now what I'm gonna what I'm gonna be a little like gonna give some pushback on here is if Hayden will get burnt out. He's been doing this since he was twelve. This is the only thing he's known. I know that, and you know this too, you're not the same person you are when you're 12, when you're 16, 18, 22, 24, and 28, right? So exactly. What do you, we need to see the path of what this kid's going to be like when he gets into those latter years and he starts to mature. I mean, has the kid even hit puberty yet? Like, So, <laughs> so young. We're, I think we're going to see relatively soon his level of talent explode now that he has access to all this crazy training stuff. But two... You know, is he going to have the ability to hang at the top and be like, yeah, I'm going to make a career out of this and do it? You know what I mean? Clearly, he has every motivation not to be a great racer. He can fall back out of the scene, live off Metal Militia Deegan money, and call it a day. So, my man, it's going to yeah. be uh, it's going to be an interesting next few years with this kid. For sure, man. Yeah, and I, honestly, I kind of just want to throw a question at you before we kind of get towards the end of this. But, um, yeah. like, where do you see – so? Who, like, give me your ranking of, like, where you see these guys finishing at the end of the year. Like, Vial – um, Blos, Deegan, uh, even just like Caden. Do you think Caden gets in the top 10? Like, where do you rank these guys at the end of the season? How do you think they yep. finish? So, let's just talk about this pro debut class, like you just mentioned, for this past race, right? So, I think Deegan, I'm looking at my notes down here. 
Deegan is going to finish above the rest of the pack. It's going to go Deegan number one. I think Chris Blos number two. Tom wow. Vial number three. Caden uh, Braswell is going to finish fourth. Now, mind you, that's not in the championship standings. That is just amongst yeah. this debut class, obviously. But <laughs> yes, for sure. Here's my here's my rationale. Number one, Deegan's level of talent. We're going to hop off that soapbox. I think Chris Blose is going to finish number two strictly for the experiential maturity aspect that he has in the sport. This is also his very first year on a factory ride. He's never had a factory ride. So yep. now he has access to factory equipment and training to see how he can progress as a racer. I think he's mentally mature enough and physically mature enough to harness all of that and make a good package come to the, come to the gate. Um, so then I think Tom Vial's experience overseas translating here is going to put him third in this. He's still very young at 23 years old, 22, 23 years old, however old he is. Um, but I think his experience enough is going to keep him at the top. Him and Chris Blos might be able to flip-flop. They might go you know, two or three either way. But I just yeah. think Caden Braswell has yet to prove himself. You did not qualify. And now you know you were a standout at Loretta's or whatever the case is. That's fine this past year. But dude, yeah. no one cares anymore. Now, you, now you're with the big boys on the line, so you got to perform. I think he has a lot more to prove, so he gets reserved for fourth place in this. But, I mean, hey, if he comes out swinging for the next two races and Chris Blows falls off a cliff, well, then everything just switched up crazy. So, Exactly. Yeah, there's just a lot of – there's going to be a lot of parity, I think, especially as we get farther east yep. and the tracks get a little bit rougher, more ruts. Uh, one thing I worry about with Deegan himself is just being so young and going so fast is him crashing a lot. Uh, he's made a lot of dumb mistakes. He crashed at the Futures race two weeks ago. Yeah. I don't know. And then, you know, we also, you know, there's other rookies that might jump in the mix too. Like we talked about earlier, Chance Hymas, Talon Hawkins. There's just a couple of young kids who didn't have the flashier rides of the weekend. But it's just, yeah, there's going to be a lot of parity. I think the East Coast class is not as stacked. I don't know what you think about that. I think the field's a little bit weaker. Like, I don't think Deegan would have gotten fourth overall on the West Coast. But I no. still think that he's really talented, and I think he's got a really, really successful future ahead of him. I don't think we need to worry about the West Coast at this point. I think the West Coast pretty much is just set in stone. We obviously know why with Jet Lawrence. Not even really yeah. worth talking about. The kid's going to check out and run away. Um, the East Coast is going to be much more fun to watch because, like you just said, the talent pool is not that deep, but it's exciting to watch. It's going to be more fun. And yeah. it's just going to be great to look back on this video in a few weeks and be like, damn, okay, everything panned out with Deegan, but the other guys fell off. Or it's just going to be a complete flip and Deegan just chokes his first professional year. Yeah. I don't think, uh, I don't think Deegan is all, I don't think Deegan's going to be a bust. I think what happened this past weekend was he's on the big stage. And whether you are 17 years old or 27, that pressure is like insurmountable. That is, it's nuts. So, yeah, he For probably real. had some jitters. But to finish fourth, dude, to finish fourth in your pro debut, man, I think I think easily he'll be a multi-time 250 champion. It'll be curious to see when dads, like, get up to the 450s, man. Get your name out there. Yeah, no, for sure. He's young. I mean, he's, you know, 17. So uh, hopefully we have three or four years. I'd like to see him maybe get a championship or two. Uh, I do truly think he's going to be really well. And he, he's, he's obviously going to be successful. I think he could be one of the greats one day. Uh, you look mm -hmm. at Eli Tomac coming up on Ricky Carmichael for the win record right now. Uh, yep. I don't know if he'll get there, but I just worry that, again, these East Coast tracks are going to start getting ruddy. Like, look at Indianapolis every year. is super ruddy. I, I truly think he might have some injuries for the next couple of years as he gets used to the Supercross thing and having to push a little bit. You know, you can't ride like you did this weekend at those other tracks, but he's young. He's going to have to go right. through that. And I just, dude, this is, this is one of the most exciting 
coasts I think we've had in a long time, just with all these new faces and the fresh talent. I agree with you, man. So here's my last question before we sign off on this. Head to head, Jet Lawrence, Hayden Deegan, who you got? Man, it's just that's that's Jet all day, you know. Jet Jet's on another level this year, but I think at the same yeah. age, if they were the same age and Jet was, you know, for Deegan was four years ahead right now, however old he is, I think it'd be a little bit closer. I think that they could end up being similar and maybe Hayden's faster. I mean, you see that you see that video on Instagram of him hitting that corner? He was railing that yes. one turn after the triple Dude. and it was stupid. It's ridiculous the level that these kids ride at and yeah. just how fast these bikes are and how they find that synergy between their riding ability and just maxing out the performance of these machines. I couldn't ride that fast, but these dudes absolutely crush it, which is why you know, which is why it's so fun to watch, man. They throw these bikes around like pit bikes, dude. They do. It's it's dumb and the the style, the whips and everything, it looks really cool, but it's not gonna win you championships. So hopefully they they learn to slow it down before it hurts them really bad and takes them out of the season because, again, you just look at you know what happened in the first two rounds of the West Coast. If, if Hayden mm-hmm. finishes the top five these next couple weeks and a couple guys get hurt, he's a championship contender. I mean, we've seen Hunter Lawrence That's be very true. inconsistent over the past few years, so I would not put it past anybody. Hayden could win this thing. It's, it's really possible. Hayden Deegan, 250's champion this year. <laughs> I'm not going there yet, but has a ring to it. Hey, all right, man. So here, all right. I, so I think the I think the hype is real. Do you think the hype is real, or do you think it's a bust for Hayden? The, the hype is real. I mean, I think he he yep. showed us that he he handled a lot of pressure this weekend. Can you imagine that? All those people online talking about you. Yeah. Exactly. If he if he made one mistake, it was over. Yep. And don't think that Dad isn't in his corner saying, "Look, you've done. You've got thirty amateur championships. You're more accomplished than me in the racing circuit by your age already." You know, listen, hey, man. All eyes are on you. So I'm sure dad coached him as best he could but hayden definitely felt that pressure so uh guys that's everything we've got on hayden deegan clearly chris and i are in agreement today that the hype is going to be real but we want you guys to sound off in the comments is it going to be a bust is the hype is real please let us know down below absolutely matt i think it's uh, really going to be a big it's going to be a big discussion hopefully the, the deegan fanboys come in here and they they show us some love and support because we didn't talk too much crap about him but i really do think he's very talented i think he's busted his ass and he's going to show people over the next few weeks and months that he's a real deal you know it's not just uh it's not just the name you're getting the whole thing you're getting a really talented rider that's it and you know what that's what you get with the moto outsider it's not just a name you get the whole thing so we're giving you the, the entire thing. package on this uh on this <laughs> season right. so far but guys um, we, we appreciate your guys support to the channels uh, growing like crazy, which is awesome. So please subscribe, share with your friends as always, uh, be sure to check back in with us here very, very soon. We got a couple more awesome topic videos coming out and uh, my man, Chris is coming in hot with the data. So dude, give them a, give them a sign off here before we check out. You guys better go down there right now, hit that damn subscribe button or we'll stop making videos forever and we'll disappear off the face of the earth. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, yep. but the sport's been really cool. <laughs> it's been greater than we thought. So uh, I know we have some merch and stuff coming down the road here and I think we're gonna do some giveaways when we hit 50, then 100 subscribers. Um, dropping that news right now. So make sure you get subscribed. It's really easy, it's free. It just helps us get pushed out into the world and helps us make more content for you guys. Simple. That's it. Help us help you. So guys, Thanks for coming, and uh, as always, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, share with your friends and all your homies. As always, my name is Matthew Huss, joined by my man Chris Baird, dude, Moto Outsider, out.